0: This week on the podcast, we reflect on the recent racially charged hate crimes happening here in Canada.
1: Plus, how well do you know your bestie? Jess and I test each other to see who's got tea on one another.
0: (laughs) Also, it's Pride Month, so we're obviously going to talk about sports. Um, (laughs) All that tea and more to be served starting now.
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: It sounds like the remix, but I like <laughs> it. <laughs> I kinda like it. I, I think know. we should leave it. What the it. fuck just happened?
1: <laughs> okay. Uh. Okay. Let's just fucking go. I don't know.
0: Okay, welcome I everyone. No,
1: <laughs> I have no idea what is happening. But cool.
0: <laughs> oh my I kinda
1: god. like that.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> You know, in the movie Old School, when he gets hit with that trank gun, like, and he's yes, like, Yeah, yes. <laughs> exactly what it sounded like. Oh my God. I
1: kind of um, like it, it sounds like, like sexy time music until the voice comes in. <laughs> I'm like, this is... what the... I, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening yeah. either,
0: but welcome to our podcast. <laughs> welcome to another episode of Now Serving with Chris and Jess.
1: Yes, that's that's right. This is the podcast where we serve the tea each and every week, and this week is no different. And we're saying our lines backwards. I know, Um, but I'll I'll put on the kettle
0: (laughs) immediately. Put the kettle on. I wonder if it's going to be slow mo. Oh my god, (laughs) (laughs) this is.
1: This is actually terrifying. I have no idea what this
0: the tea. Is. There's so much tea. <laughs> so we didn't I, record the past couple of weeks mm-hmm. because we were experiencing some tec- technical difficulties, and then we also have like very full, thriving social lives, yes. family obligations, etc. And so. Here we are testing Mm -hmm. a new platform, and apparently we didn't (laughs) test it well enough.
1: (laughs) It's so... I have to... I just have to say this. So, yeah, we've experimented with a bunch of different platforms. Right now, we're using a platform called Zencaster, which we actually used quite a long time ago. For whatever reason, yeah, all this sound effects are in slow motion. This is... I, I have I no words i
0: don't know what's happening but i kind of like it <laughs>
1: yeah me too this is fun. i kind of
0: like it you know what we're quirky and just, fun yeah and we'll just roll with it we'll
1: just go with this <laughs> as uh, many
0: people may or may not know we don't edit the podcast at all yeah. it's everything we just want it to be authentic as as much as possible um and yeah. just really representative of who we are. And I guess that's why sometimes we get one-star reviews.
1: Yeah, this is going <laughs> to so- be it. This is We always questioned why we had a one-star mm-hmm. review. I always wanted to know, like, what podcast mm-hmm. was it that someone listened to right. and determined, hey, we're right. giving you both one-star. Mm-hmm. This could be the next one-star <laughs> exactly. episode.
0: Exactly. It could. Fuck's sakes. Um,
1: but this, Jess, this is a, a, a important podcast, and I'm glad we are recording. We wanted to record, like you said, a while ago, because there's a lot of really important uh, things to discuss and talk about.
0: Right, right. Um, okay, so I know, like, we're just, like, laughing and everything else, mm-hmm. but on more so on a serious note, it's been, I guess, how do I say, it's been a tough couple of weeks. Right. Like it's been yeah, a tough, yeah. I'd say month Um, because I believe it was like the end of May that, you know, there were news headlines going around the world about the remains of 215 indigenous children that were found at the former Kamloops residential school on the territory mm-hmm. that is now known as Kamloops, British Columbia. Mm-hmm, OK. Mm-hmm. Since then. We have also learned of numerous other quote-unquote mass graves or, and unmarked graves at former residential schools in locations across the country. One that immediately comes to mind is in Brandon, Manitoba, where I think they yeah. found 100 um, bodies or yeah. the remains um, of children. And which I think is, more
1: were discovered even like in the last day or two in, in Saskatchewan as well. Yes. Too. Like this is.
0: Yeah. And the, the numbers are climbing, constantly yeah. climbing um, and, and good because I think mm-hmm. it's actually important that we find out the actual numbers and to truly paint an accurate and honest picture about how horrific the residential school system truly was and and quite frankly we need to look at every single location that there was a residential school or a day school for unmarked graves and the remains of children which is
1: yeah,
0: yeah. asinine if you think about it because children shouldn't be dying at school no full stop
1: no <laughs> in i i'm I'm so mind blown by this, but Jess, I don't know about you, but what I think is the most disappointing is like I heard this news and then and then it's shocking, and then I'm like, but why am I not that surprised
0: mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's
1: so it's so fucked that that's unfortunate like I'm just like, why am I not surprised by how just fuck this is
0: well, I think it's because all the signs are there. We're there. Right? Yeah, right, right. It's not like this came out of nowhere. Like, the legacy of the residential school system shows up in so many ways in the indigenous community, mm-hmm. um, and that legacy is, is very, very real for many, many, I'd say most indigenous people and their families, including mine right? Um, Both of my dad's parents um, and many of his other relatives were forced into residential schools. And that's just the reality of the Indigenous experience here in Canada. It's painful to hear these stories. We've heard so many harrowing testimonies from residential school survivors and their families. And Just as an aside, if you don't know what we're talking about, if you don't know the history of the residential school system, especially as a Canadian, if you're a Canadian, I strongly encourage you to do your work. Mm -hmm, I know mm -hmm. that the educational systems have failed most Canadians in educating most Canadians about the realities of all of this. Yeah. However, it's, like, not really an excuse anymore given we're living in the digital information age and just do a couple of Google searches and learn what Canada is really all about because yeah. I think more and more we're seeing what what actually happened, you know?
1: It's so funny you say it. Well, not funny that you say this. It's the wrong word completely. But, like, when I first heard of residential schools – I, and I remember I had no idea mm-hmm. what it was because we were never taught that. We were never right. taught that in school. I can confirm, right. I can I can I, I would bet everything I have that we it would never was discussed in any classroom that I was ever in. And I think that's the part that just like so shocking. And and I don't know, have things changed now? Probably not. But like we, we we talk about, you know, being such like a proud country. And, and I think people get their backs up when we we'll say, oh, Canada is a racist country. It mm-hmm. is. But people it get is. so defensive and they're like, no, it no, it's not. No, it's not. And I think if you're someone who does get your back up when 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 I say a statement like that or, or just when you say a statement like that, that's a clear indication that you do need to research what the hell the residential schools were in in what like the the purpose of them was it's so fucked so fucked. yeah
0: well and the purpose truly was cultural genocide and i know a lot of people are hesitant to use that term including that's what it was like governments at every level um but that's what it was right and Mm -hmm. so it's it's really almost unbelievable to think that this is my experience, you know, because I've I've had more or less such a wonderful upbringing. Um, I have su- I have such a great family, and I just can't believe that this isn't the experience for everyone, and that in fact, all of this is intentional. And and you know, when you say things like "I never learned this in school," well, you didn't be on purpose. It's not exactly. like it was an afterthought. It was no. intentional. In fact, one of the very first things that our dear friend Doug Ford did when he assumed the position of the Premier of Ontario was he removed um, indigenous education from the curriculum. And that was like his the first thing he did when he came into power. And I was like, I no, wanted to give no. you a chance. You know, I think we everyone deserves a chance. That, as your first move, has told me everything that I need to know about you, everything I already knew about you, and you're dead to me. And I think that the way that, obviously, he's handled everything in this province since then has just demonstrated that he is ill-equipped, ill-equipped. And just my contempt for him and that party are just – Anyway, I could go on and on. Mm-hmm, but it's mm-hmm. I, what I'm saying is this is intentional.
1: It's intentional. And I think for the other thing, too, I find is so – like shocking is it's it's not like this was like 300 plus years ago. Like you're Mm -hmm. talking about your dad here went to Mm -hmm. a residential school. Like that's like, this is Mm -hmm. recent. This Mm -hmm. is very, very, very recent in, in Mm -hmm. part of Canada's.
0: And it's, and it's not like this was some kind of tough love boarding school. It's the handmaid's tale. Like if you want to understand what happened there, watch the handmaid's tale. And Margaret Atwood, when she wrote The Handmaid's Tale, every, all of the torture and really like grimacing sort of experiences that people have um, within the book and the show now, she she when she put that together, she said, I, I didn't write anything that didn't already happen somewhere in the world or here in Canada, right? So all these yeah. like really horrific torture techniques and things like that, like – you know you hear these these tales of people losing a fingernail for speaking their native language like a child, are you serious losing teeth on part like pulling teeth? Um, my 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 dad's brother-in-law um, was intentionally starved to so that the federal government could perform nutritional testing and form Canada's food guide. So I think it's mm-hmm. really interesting. If, if that's even the appropriate term to know that Canada's Food Guide was created on the backs of starving Indigenous children. Full stop. And a lot of the institutions and policies that we have here in this country and laws are because are literally formed on the backs of starving Indigenous children. Full stop. And, and the trauma of Indigenous families. Full stop. That's what Canada is. That's Mm -hmm, how this mm -hmm. country was formed. Anyone that tries to deny it, I encourage you, you know, if you have your doubts, to get out your phone and Google things like incarceration rates of Indigenous youth, the 60s scoop, the millennial scoop, the -hmm, Indian day mm -hmm. school, the number of missing and murdered Indigenous women in the country, the number of Indigenous children in foster care, which by the way... Is the new residential school basically Um, the addiction and suicide rates of Indigenous people, et cetera, et cetera? This is the legacy of the residential school system. Yes. Like, how do you, you know, I in reading so many of these these survivors' testimonies, like my father was the first in his family to be raised to have his parents raise him think about that other like his parents weren't raised by his parents do you see what i'm saying like his grandparents didn't raise his parents they were raised in a residential school so for many indigenous families that is
1: fucked i i was actually not aware of this before mm-hmm. going to the show holy shit
0: many indigenous families are like one or two generations of like having the first time being being cared for by their parents and it's less and less the case because even though indigenous kids are something like 10, like less than 10% of all children in the country, they account for like 70% of kids in foster care. So these children are still being taken from their families, you know? So I just, and, and then you punish indigenous families because they don't know how to raise a family, but why don't they know how to raise a family? Because they weren't raised by their own families and so on and so forth. So it's really crazy to think that, a lot of Indigenous families are, like, the first ones raised by their parents. I easily could that's have nice. been in an, in a residential school. The last one closed in 1996. I was in grade school then. Mm-hmm, you were too. Mm-hmm. Think mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. It's really fucked up.
1: That's absolutely insane. And that's just, like, what I was saying. Like, I think, like, we hear about things that happened as part of, like, <laughs> history. Not just in Canada, but, like, around the world. And you're like, oh, that was hundreds of years ago. The fact, like... And not that it changes how bad things are, but like Mm -hmm. this is recent. Like this is fresh. Like this is like, this isn't some old thing. And I think like these stories, even just like you telling this right now, like this is in our lifetime or in our generation. Like this is, this is, this is still happening. Like that's just, uh, I'm Mm -hmm. absolutely Mm -hmm. insane. Mm -hmm. And I Mm -hmm. think, um, you touched on this, um, a few minutes ago too, but like, I think we often try to think of ourselves as like, oh, well, we're not the, the U S like we're, we're not as bad as them. We're not as racist. Um, in real talk, I think often, at least for me, when I think of like all oh, racist places, I think of, I think of the South in the U S and, mm-hmm. and maybe perhaps things are more visible there. It's maybe mm-hmm. more obvious, um, but mm-hmm. it's I I often think like what's kind of hiding in the dark, what people are keeping to themselves, is equally if not even more terrifying. And we mm-hmm. saw that unfold um, in in our hometown of of London too, which is just
0: uh, right. And it, for- it, it,
1: the, the evidence is all around us. Like yes, there. I think we like to think that we're making progress, but then look at the past few months alone in Canada.
0: Yes. It just, the month, the last month, it's been one month. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And, and for those who are unaware what Chris is referencing that happened in London, Ontario, where we grew up and it's really crazy to think about where that happened because we've been walking down that street and we, if we were home, we easily could have witnessed that. And I know both you and I have friends from the Muslim community, yeah. but for those who are unaware, it's somebody intentionally ran over members of a, a visible Muslim family, like out for a walk together and killed them. Like the grandfather, the mother, mm-hmm. it was just mm-hmm. horrific. And all of this left is this little boy. Yeah, It's, it's really hard in these situations because you, y- You almost feel like there's no hope. Mm -hmm. What I really have to hold on to as as someone who really has seen the damage that these things can do and and the way that people are impacted, I have to believe that one day things are going to be better Um, and, like, maintain some hope and, like, find the good in these situations. And I think in both situations, actually, we did see such an incredible – outpouring of quote unquote support. Right. My question at the same time it also makes me angry because I'm like well what are you actually going to do? Because flags at half mast and teddy bears on the stoop and orange shirts while they are are important to like a social movement, like there has to be actual action that's taken. And I think the most important thing that anybody can do is acknowledge the truth. That's why we have the truth and reconciliation commission. Mm -hmm. Um, And and that's with any issue is that you have to acknowledge the truth first before you can reconcile any of it. And I think we have to acknowledge the truth of how we contribute to this as well, like as individuals, not just as like, a society but individually. So that's again, please do the bare minimum. <laughs> like watch the documentaries, read the books, follow the influencers, have the tough conversations with your families, with your neighbors, with your employer. And and can I just say you know, you can't do like an a land acknowledgement and like <laughs> have like a like a brand statement or whatever in response to all of this and then continue to systemically and systematically oppress your indigenous employees. Right, <laughs> Just right, Full yeah. stop. Like it's you can't, it's all so yeah. performative. Like there has to be actual, real, meaningful change to
1: happen. Absolutely. Yeah. Um and yeah, yeah and Jess, you talked about kind of like yeah, having the flags at half mast. And I think what I found interesting going back to to the um, terrorist attack in in London, our hometown, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what I found kind of interesting is like the amount of social media posts. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even know. There was like some hashtag like it was like fucking like London strong or something. It's like, shut Mm -hmm. the fuck up. Like it's all Karen's like fucking posting this on Facebook and Instagram Mm -hmm. and sharing it around. Like, like what were your thoughts before this attack? What are your thoughts after this attack? Like, uh, like, like do something about it. And I think you, you just said a minute ago to like, have those difficult conversations Because Mm -hmm. I think in a town like London, or actually I'll I'll zoom out to to all of Canada. Again, Mm -hmm. I think as Canadians, we think, oh, we're not racist. We're better than the U.S. Mm -hmm. I I think we Mm -hmm. always compare ourselves to the U.S. Mm -hmm. But like, it's what lurks kind of below the surface. I think on the surface, we're we're friendly and we're polite. And and maybe people don't say as many things uh, that are racist like, openly as they do online when they can hide behind, you know, a fake profile and this and that. Not to say that people don't do it, they obviously do. But I think it's like those those jokes that come up in like smaller groups or like a, a racist like grandparent or something. Like fucking call them out. Like just yeah. shut that down. That's where you have to have those those conversations like you said. Like there, absolutely. there's absolutely there's no uh there can't be any tolerance for that. I think that's kind of, from my perspective, you, tell me what you think. But from my perspective, I think that's like one of the most important things you can do is just like shut that shit down. Don't let it grow because it it's it's cancerous, truthfully, and it, it spreads.
0: It really is. And I think that there are so many times, myself included, that there were times where I let things slide and I shouldn't have. Yeah. And... I think that the more and more we see things come like all of these social issues come to the forefront of what we're seeing on social media and now even in mainstream news because for a long time up until the onset and the access and ease of social media we were really we were really at the mercy of what was on abc news or global or you know what i mean like hearing these stories were were harder i think that now that we're seeing all of this that we can't ignore any any longer like we all have a responsibility like the buck stops here
1: yeah yeah
0: (laughs) um and no more right and it's Mm -hmm. really hard to do that but i really think that that's the the way that you make the most influential change is to affect the circles around you because you really, like, it's like trying to boil the ocean. How do you solve this incredible problem of white supremacy? And I think that it really boils down to educating yourself, working on yourself and having conversations with your own communities, like the people that you, your people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and that's all you can do. And and even though that doesn't sound like a lot, it is a huge thing to do.
1: Totally. To,
0: con- to constantly be educating yourself, checking yourself, checking your friends, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and showing up for the people that really need for you to show up.
1: Yeah. So, I completely agree.
0: And, and listen, it's Indigenous History Month this month. And I guess – my my parting words on this subject because it's heavy. And I know that we often talk about tough subjects on the podcast, but we do like to keep things light. And so what am I trying to say here? <laughs> it Indigenous History Month, for example, and when these stories come up, like and especially because it was Indigenous Peoples Day the other day, and I feel like all of the stories and the narrative that surround this month and Indigenous People's Day or just, like, the, like, Indigenous experience is often so rooted in trauma. And it this isn't just about discussing Indigenous trauma. We have to, like, have to discuss Indigenous joy as well, right? There is so much more to this story. Um, And when I think about what my ancestors have been through, what my family has been through, what my father has been through as an Indigenous man, I truly feel that the most important thing that I can do as an indigenous person is to live well and live joyfully. Like this is literally the wishes of my ancestors. Yeah, <laughs> you know yes, what I mean? Yeah. Um, And that's my responsibility is to like honor them and live well, because I don't want to at the same time dwell in the trauma because it's so fervent and it's such yeah, a, yeah. it's such an, a, a, a big part of, of all indigenous people's identity that I think we really need to hone in and nourish and, and celebrate and encourage like the joy because that's really the fact that I'm here. The fact that my dad is here and that my brother is here and we're educated and we're okay and we're happy and we have our family. It's like a fucking miracle. If you think about it, like think about everything that's working against my father and me, mm. and my brother. Yeah,
1: so for yeah. us to
0: be here, for me to be here, I need to like just live well. And so we're going to move on from this subject for now. Um, but we just obviously, our hearts are with the indigenous community, yes. with the Muslim community.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Of course, we always pledge to have these tough discussions. Educate ourselves, educate our listeners. That's really what this podcast is all about. What what's important to us? I know it's not everyone's cup of tea, if you will, (laughs) but this is who we are. So thank you for coming to to the first segment (laughs) of our podcast. I'm going to lean into joy right now and we're gonna talk about some other things because I am more than the sum of my trauma, right? (laughs) And the trauma of my ancestors. So We're going to take a quick break and pivot to our next topic, and we'll be right back. Awesome. Podbean is Now Serving's home for podcasting. Podbean has everything you need to create, manage, and promote your podcast. It's perfect for beginners or well-established podcasters. Join today at podbean.com slash nowserving. And now, back to the podcast.
1: Jess, a part of me was really hoping that was going to be slow
0: motion. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, really I, hoping it was going to be slow-mo too. Get uh, yeah. with
1: it all. <laughs> we'll
0: I know. See what happens it's kind of time. disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> Roll <of> the dice. <laughs>
1: All the days. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, as we do every week, Jess, uh, let's do the the celebrity quiz, um, and then <laughs> I know, <laughs> and then I know we have another fun game here. We have two fun games this week. What is this? Wow! Um, wow! What a we, treat! We don't have our other the celebrity quiz. Music isn't working, so
0: oh,
1: like you, yeah. All right, okay. So, yeah, as we do every week, I'll give you three um, hints. Mm -hmm. And then um, before uh, we end the podcast, you can ask three questions about the the hints and then make three guesses. So, here we go. Uh, Hint number one, this person is making history. Hmm. Uh, Hint two, (laughs) uh, they're one of the few people uh, to own an Apple watch before its public release.
0: Oh okay
1: and hint number three they voiced a character in the movie Ice Age. Ice age
0: Ice age Ice age. okay. All okay. Right. okay.
1: so so think about that. okay I guess for the next bit stew on that. Okay. And I guess I will. Yeah, and as, as you still on that, we can play our second game here. We want to get to know each other a little bit. Well, we know each other very well, but we figured since we're kind of getting back into the swing of things with the podcast, we could play a fun game uh, <laughs> to help us kind of get back into the swing of things and also teach our listeners about us a little bit more. Uh-huh. So, I have four questions here. I'll ask them and then we can try to make a guess for each other on like who it, this or what the answer would be for both of us. So I'll, I'll do a quick example here. This is our first question. If you could have a celeb as your BFF, who would it be? So oh. take a guess on who you think mine <laughs> would be and I'm going to try to think of one for you.
0: Oh, I, okay. Yeah. So
1: I feel I, like...
0: Okay, Maybe, yeah, you oh, go. do I guess yours first? Sure, I'm going to yeah. say Bar- Barbara Walters.
1: Interesting. Okay. Okay. Like Barbara Walters in 2021? Or are we talking?
0: <laughs> Barbara Walters in her prime. I'd say Barbara okay. Walters circa 2002. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: That actually, I'm, I'm down with that.
0: Yeah. Or like Mary hey. Hart from E.T. Okay. Also circa 2002. <laughs>
1: Okay, hey, I'm leaning more towards Mary Hart. I like that. <laughs> but Mary Hart before she mc some Trump rally, she ruined her oh. tr- like I'm so mad about that. She what? Uh, Yeah, she MC's some Trump rally, oh, like Oh no. Yeah, I know. Oh no. So oh. I know. So Barbara Walters, I guess. <sighs> okay, okay, I think for you. It uh Jennifer Lopez. J Lo. <gasps> Or would it be Oprah? Oh, fuck. I don't know.
0: I, my, when you oh my asked God. the question, my initial response was Oprah, so.
1: Okay. But I would also accept
0: Jenny from the block as my bestie. Okay. Which, would those be the two breaking best news, okay. she's, she's back with Ben.
1: Is it official now?
0: It's, there's, there are tabloid photos of the two of them making out at Nobu or something in Malibu, and I'm like, you know what? Let me bust out my velour candy colored jumpsuit because if <laughs> 2002, again, a 2002 reference, if 2002 is back, I need to know. Okay? Yes. <laughs> I just need to know. It kind of feels like it is. Yeah, I think it is too. Jeez. Anyway, okay. Question okay, number next two.
1: Co- okay. If you could trade places with someone for the day, who would you choose and why? So I'm gonna yeah I'll I'll think about you, someone for you. You can think about someone for me. Um,
0: sorry, if you had to date someone for the day.
1: No trade <laughs> trade oh, places. Sorry. With someone for the day. Sorry, yeah. okay, that's <laughs> okay. Sorry,
0: trade places with someone for the day. Um, <laughs> who you would trade places with? I don't know. Some like tech genius or something, or maybe Lindsay Lohan. What? <laughs> <laughs> I What's mean, don't the take answer? It.
1: I don't know. Okay, I think... What do you mean um, you
0: don't know? You have to know the answer to the question well, for yourself. I think I'd
1: want to do like... I was, if this was 2002, let's go back to that. If this was 2002, <laughs> I would want to be uh, Matt Lauer hosting the Today Show, <gasps> oh but not God. anymore. Before it he not, got
0: me too okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. And obviously,
1: wouldn't want to be up to any of like yes. the funny business, students. Right,
0: right, okay. Um, if I, I could trade be places show. with anyone, or, or would...
1: Regis, <gasps> Regis.
0: Like, Regis, yeah, like when he was with Kathy Lee.
1: Yeah, with yeah, yeah. I agree. Okay. Okay, for you. Iconic. Okay, for you, I'm because like in my mind I'm like Oprah, but
0: Yes, but but you're right. I would that... trade places for <laughs> okay. Oprah, okay? Oprah is the answer for all the questions so no. far.
1: <laughs> I think this is a really tough one though. hmm Part of me feels like like it would be like a someone with well, Oprah does have a big platform, but like a like a, a more platform that okay, Oprah in two thousand two <laughs> with her show. There we with go with her show. Amazing,
0: that, yeah, yeah.
1: Is that yes? Okay. That's okay. right. It's Oprah. Okay.
0: Yes, <laughs> perfect. It's Oprah. I would be Oprah okay. now. I would be Oprah in nineteen ninety three, two thousand and two, or today. Okay.
1: Okay. Thank Fair you. Fair enough. All right. Um, all right. Next one. If you could be any object, hmm. which would you be and why? Hmm. Do you have any thoughts on what object I am
0: <laughs> Again, I feel like you would be some kind of technology, like I envision you as some kind of like your phone or something that like, you're like, hey, I can't say, hey, Google, because Google's listening right now, and it will like, activate. But, you know, (laughs) one of those things. And I... That's what I envision you as, like, a robot. Oh, my God, you're (sighs) R2-D2. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah.
1: I feel like this isn't as exciting, but I'm thinking, like, something to do with, like, a performance of sort. Like... Mm -hmm. Like like I was thinking like a some sort of like microphone or like something that would be on stage with Celine like mm-hmm. Yes. Maybe a, maybe a microphone, but something yeah, sure. Like yes, some sort of I stage object with having yeah. to do with Celine Dion performing okay. in some way. Great. That's what I'd go.
0: Yes, I love it. Okay. Excellent. Okay, last well one
1: here. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Oh. My-
0: We had this question asked to us in like a team building thing at work a few weeks ago. And everyone, like my initial response. Okay, wait. Am I supposed to guess what yours is? Let me guess what yours is first. For you, I think you would like to fly.
1: Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that.
0: Okay. Is that that the right answer?
1: I would say that Mm -hmm. yeah or like Mm -hmm. okay i know this is really morbid but i think i would also like sometimes like to be able to tell the future
0: oh but like i would want to
1: turn it on and off although you know what i would be so tempted to uh to always like you would win the
0: 70 million yeah 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 yeah
1: i feel like i feel like for you I think you'd want the ability to like read minds.
0: That's a great. That's a good one. Okay, so let me tell you the story. Yeah, At please. work, I instantly I was like, I would want to fly, right? And okay. then so, and everyone's going around, and the first person in the group is like, I would want my superpower to be empathy, and I was like, Oh, for fucks, sake. like, come on! No, I wanted to fly, and people were like, Oh, I think that. <laughs> You know, all of these like noble sort of things and like, oh, I wish that I could like heal people and this and that. And I was like, oh, my God. Actually, Actually, that was my response. Like I wish that I could be a healer in all of its forms. Like truly, that would be an amazing superpower that's like good for everyone, right? Um, Think of all the problems that you could solve. and. Um, yeah, so that would be my superpower. However, I would also like to fly and I would also like to not have to work out so aggressively and yet always look like J-Lo and eat as much ice cream as I want. Like Those and never are all gain any weight and ones. always be in perfect health. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with gaining weight, okay? I'm just saying, I would like to be J-Lo and I would like to eat a lot of ice cream without having to worry about cavities, breakouts, all of that, you know? Yes. hmm
1: Oh, okay. That's such a good one. Like, the ability, like, <laughs> even, like, imagine also that, like... Rolls into like not having to get ready or anything to just Ex- like being yes. permanently like
0: gorgeous good. photo shoot ready. Yes, <sighs> that's what I mean. Like, oh, <laughs> I kind of want that. That's what I mean. like always looking like JLo with like her high pony, you know, or Beyonce or who like any grade A supermodel. Like, yes, I would I love to just be. I'm
1: you get back in your day to like with like. Oh, my God.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. And, like, okay. still be in perfect health and yeah. do whatever I want. Like, oh, I only took 500 steps a day. Like, went to the bathroom twice, got up from my desk, and that's it. Like, working from home. But don't worry. I still have a six-pack, like Beyonce. <laughs> Fuck.
1: Okay, that's a really good one. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. I want to know what our listeners think, too. Yes. I feel like about this one. Yeah, let's ask about superpower. If you could have one superpower – what would it mm-hmm. be, and why? Mm-hmm. Tweet at us at and they would like to fly. Yes, <laughs> at, treposh, <laughs> at Chris Craigman or at now serving PC on on Twitter.
0: I think this um, would actually be a great exercise to do with your significant other. To so as one of those like, do you actually know me? It could either like lead to like some sexy time or like lead to like a huge argument. So roll the dice. And see how well your partner
1: knows you. How the hell does this get into sexy time?
0: Well, I'm just saying, like, maybe you're like, oh, my God, you know me so well, like, better than I know myself. And then it turns into, like, a a Nicholas Sparks situation. And then you're like, if I'm a bird, you're a bird. And then there's, like, the hot scene in front of the fireplace. That's where my mind was going.
1: Okay. Mm -hmm. Fair. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Or
0: it could just be, like, a neutral experience that's, like, affirming... Yeah. What you already know about your healthy relationship. Yeah. Okay. I mean, anyway. yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm really thinking about I'm thinking about it way too much.
0: I know. Like, wow, that's. I can okay. hear you. You can hear. <laughs> I can hear you. Thinking.
1: turning. Jeez. Okay. Well, just let's take our final break. Come back. And we have another hot topic to discuss. We'll be right back. Okay. Have an idea for a topic, thoughts on a celebrity for our weekly quiz, or just have some feedback for us, we want to hear from you. You can interact with us on Twitter at NowServingPC, PC Standing for Podcast, myself at Chris Craigman, or Jess at Trey Posh. We love hearing from you and we thank you for listening. And now, back to the podcast.
0: Beep, 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 beep. It's- <laughs> Did it just me or did or did that commercial sound really fast?
1: <laughs> I, don't, I think it sounded normal. <laughs> Maybe it was fast.
0: Someone rewind the podcast, like do the 15 <laughs> second backwards button and tell it tell me if it sounded like it sounded like it was like beep 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 <laughs> anyway.
1: <laughs> this podcast is loose today. This is like the. the most I would just like to all say, all this is Mercury was
0: in retrograde for a number of weeks. It just ended yesterday. We're still feeling the effects. There is a full moon tomorrow. What this does is does that bigger mean? than us?
1: What does that Press, mean? I know we talked was about was before. but was like.
0: retrograding, and it really has a huge effect. It's no wonder we had technical problems with the podcast because it really affects like communication and things just kind of go wrong and. You know, Whoa. things just get hairy. As a communications Whoa. professional, I can say without a doubt this is a real thing because every time th- something goes wonky in my professional life, I'm like, oh, my God, it's Mercury in retrograde? And it is. <laughs> like things that you That's can't crazy. explain. It's scientifically <sighs> proven. Don't argue with me about this.
1: All right. Um,
0: but, yeah. So, you know, it's fine. Everyone – you know, give us some grace here, okay? We're yeah. just passionate about the podcast. All right.
1: We'll be back okay. in better shape next <laughs> time. <laughs>
0: yes, exactly. Okay, okay. So what I wanted to talk to you about was this tennis player that I'm kind of obsessed with. Her name is Naomi Osaka. Do you know her?
1: Okay, I don't know her, but I hear everyone talking about her. Yes. What the, what's, I, I? What's going on?
0: She's like, she was, she beat Serena like a few years ago. And she, yeah, she's really good. And her whole thing growing up is like, she saw Venus and Serena playing tennis and was like, hey, I could do that too. And then met, like, played her. In a match and defeated her to become the Grand Slam champion. And she was like, holy shit, I got into tennis because of you and I just beat beat you. And she was like balling and Serena was like, it's okay, like this is your time. And she was like, I don't want to beat my idol. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like anyway, so you may know her from from that. She's Haitian and Japanese, I think. Like she's from Japan. Anyway, okay. She's like, she's like born in Japan but raised in the States. I don't know. Anyway, so. She made headlines a couple of weeks ago because she withdrew from the French Open after announcing she wouldn't participate in the press conference due to mental health reasons. Sorry, let me back that up. She said she wasn't going to participate in the post-match press conference, and she was then fined $15,000 by the Grand Slam organizers um, for not meeting her contractual obligations. Okay. And because of that, there was all this, like, hoopla around her being fined and pulling this, quote-unquote, stunt. So she just removed herself from the French Open completely and was like, the attention should be on the tennis, not on me, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't – I have crippling anxiety this is what I need to do for my mental health.
1: So in, did she say this? Like, did she come up, was upfront about that from the beginning and said, like, I can't do this because of that? I because think she's,
0: she made some kind of off the cuff comment. Like, I won't be um, participating in the press conference, like, due to mental health reasons. And... People just kind of laughed it off. I'm pretty sure. I don't have all the receipts in front of me, but I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Okay. And because she then went on to post – and this is where I saw it on Instagram where she was like, "I let me be – let me explain. I deal with bouts of depression. I have a lot of social anxiety. I get so much anxiety like speaking to the press. Um That it's not good for my mental health. Like the, it's not worth it for me. I'd rather not compete, right?
1: Wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, Grand Slam organizers released a statement about the penalty because people were really upset about this, especially with the COVID lens and -hmm, everything mm -hmm. that we've collectively been through over the last eighteen months or whatever it's been. We've really seen that mental health is a real thing for a lot of people. And it's really important that we all take the necessary steps to protect and promote mental health. Right. Yeah. Okay. So the organizers released a statement about her penalty, saying and a quote, they've made efforts to reach out to her to check on her well-being. However, they've also reminded her of her obligations, the consequences of not meeting them, and that rules should equally apply to all players they even noted that if the athlete continues to skip press throughout the tournament she could face tougher penalties including being kicked out of the tournament altogether and then that's when she resigned from the french open the following week or whatever it was she then withdrew from the wimbledon competition um because she didn't she again she didn't want to draw attention away from the actual sport even though i'm like Well, you kind of did by withdrawing, but she was like, all of this just isn't worth it. She does, however, intend to play in the Olympics this coming July, so in a couple of weeks. Okay. So for me, this raised like a number of things. I was like, this is a really important conversation to have. And it's really nice to see someone practicing what they preach regardless of the cost, right? And it doesn't – and the cost being it's not not always necessarily – economic, right? Like mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. can be follow in a lot of different ways, socially, um, and and otherwise. But in this particular case, you know, she's not competing. Luckily she already qualified for the Olympics, because I, you know, it's the Olympics. Um but it's really it's really nice to see someone take this seriously and and force other people, like governing bodies of professional athletics like force them to take it seriously too thoughts
1: jeez i think uh obviously like the organizers of grands the grand slam really didn't manage this properly and it's no. making them look really bad yes like
0: big, time. I, big I, time
1: I don't know the only thing i can see is if like she didn't like tell them or, or kind of say like hey this is because of uh, mm-hmm. like uh, anxiety or and or depression, because I do think like, okay, if I saw an athlete or come out and say like, "Oh, I'm just not doing it" or or something like that, I'd be like, "What the hell?" Like, they're everyone else does mm-hmm. it. Chill out. Like, mm-hmm. who are you? Why do you get mm-hmm. special treatment? But without the context, uh, of, of knowing that this is like this is due to anxiety, like that's a real thing that could, mm-hmm. I would, I mean. Yeah, I would want to sit that out. Like, it's not worth it, just like like she's saying.
0: But I also, think...
1: I, I think this is just, like, that's so bad on the, mm-hmm. what's it called? The Grand Slam? What's it? The Big Slam?
0: The tennis people. Yeah, the
1: tennis people. Just, like, what a missed opportunity on their mm-hmm. part as well. Like, mm-hmm. you're making yourselves look like fools mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. What are but your I really
0: thoughts? I really applaud her for doing that yeah. and for taking care of herself because so often we hear this so much it's it's such a narrative that we're hearing especially during covid prioritize your mental health take care of yourself self care like all of those kind of buzzwords but it's you- it's really nice to see someone actually do it regardless of the cost I mean I don't know what her financial situation is I wouldn't want to lose fifteen grand, but I, I'm sure it's not like as significant as fifteen grand would be to me. For right? Well, so, yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: But didn't you? Wasn't there some sort of stunt though? Who was it? Was it Com App came yes. out and what did they do?
0: Okay, so this is the other part for me that I was like, it's really great to see her do this because as we as apparently athletes are super influential for a lot of different reasons like
1: who would have thought
0: who would have thought and you know like i know that they can help sell like running shoes or like technical equipment but it's actually really interesting to see like just their preference to anything overall i i have a point let me get there Right now, it's also the Euro Cup, which is like a soccer tournament happening with all the European countries belonging to like that tournament or whatever. So they have like the World Cup every four years. And then in the two years between that, every four years, they have the Euro Cup. Don't ask me why I know this. (laughs) I
1: was just going to say, I'm learning something new. There's a
0: lot of (laughs) fucking soccer happening at my house right now because of the Mexicans. Because of Raphael. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. So I would also like to say the soccer players are very cute. Anyway. Okay. So (laughs) last week, let the record show. Last week, Coca Cola's market value plummeted by 2.8 billion euros. Okay. B with a B, euros. So whatever that is in USD. I can't even imagine what it would be in CAD, okay? <laughs> so after what I can only describe as mega babe, Cristiano Ronaldo from the Portuguese soccer team.
1: Yeah, he, um, he, what did he, he pushed like aside, it aside around, the Coca-Cola
0: yeah. and said drink water instead. And their fucking market value plummeted in a day like by 2.8 billion with a B euros. Okay, so athletes have a mega, mega influence. I think it's also interesting to see the way that brands are now racing to position themselves to like relevant, timely, clever stunts that are happening in the media. So this is where we see the Calm app, which if you don't have the Calm app, I do recommend you get it.
1: It is pretty Um, amazing. It is pretty
0: amazing. (laughs) It's really nice. And, of course, the Calm app is all about, like, you can take Meditation 101, you can listen to, like, a fucking waterfall, you can do all this stuff. It's about mindfulness and overall wellness, right? Um, They sent out a tweet saying, and I quote, to support Naomi Osaka's decision to prioritize her mental health, Calm is donating $15,000 to... This sports organization in France, an organization doing incredible work in the mental health space to transform the lives of young people through the power of sport and paying her fine and any fines related to any player declining to participate in press due to mental health reasons. And I was like, oh, Lord. Like, okay. Mm hmm. Oh, like,
1: <laughs> such a
0: stunt! Right, I'm like, oh my god! But I think it's just interesting to see the way that people like really have to pivot and like are racing, yes, yes, to align themselves, like because you can lose 2.8 Bs <laughs> of, of like in a day if you're not careful, right? Um,
1: I think that- I calm. They were kind of. Trying to do a a cool thing there. I think it's a little bit – I feel like it's kind of cringe. Is it like –
0: It is cringe. To me, I'm like, why don't you just give the Calm app to like – it's Pride Month. Give it to like some trans kids or something who – like give them free access to the app. And then also give them more resources to like work through – the nuances of being a trans kid in a, in a very binary sort of like cis gender society, right? Like how do you, like there are so many better ways you could spend that money. I think it's just like, Oh, you're like kind of a sellout. I was kind of like disappointed to see that, you know? But then at the same time, I'm like, we do have to wrap our arms around Naomi at this time and show our support for her. Right. And her decision, because I think it will empower other people to make those decisions.
1: Totally. I yeah. agree with that. I'm, I'm, I'm in my mind. I'm like going through different ways they could have approached that because I like what they did, but it, yes. sometimes it's, you just have to be so careful as a brand, like on how to like touch on those subjects. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're either going all in or you're not, but I guess calm app is that's literally what they're all about. <laughs> yeah. So maybe, yeah, uh, maybe they get a pass.
0: Maybe. I know, but it it does feel cringy, right? I'm like, maybe you could just do it and not talk about it, you know? But then I'm like, then you're only doing it to do the right thing as opposed to, like, shareholder value and, like, anyway, public perception. But See, okay, okay, here. This is
1: my thought. Now I'm getting Mm -hmm. too focused on on that part. Maybe they could have done it privately, but then, like, had someone, like, leak it, quote unquote, you Mm know? Like, have Mm -hmm. it – ensure it gets out but not through them.
0: Mhm.
1: I know. And it. then I just think I like, like why
0: am I so critical of this? Like why do I care? Um <laughs> 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 Anyway, okay. So That's the other thing that I love in this story and all of this about the mega babe Cristiano Ronaldo is that IKEA Also pulled a stunt from all of this and has attempted to profit from the Coca-Cola water situation. (laughs) And they released a reusable water bottle called the Cristiano um, and made a post on Twitter about something like stay hydrated, like available, like $2.99 or whatever for the water bottle. And then even used the hashtag Euro 2020. So it was like very much in relation to hit that stunt. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, people are just, like, on it, you know? Yes, yes. It's kind of crazy. Anyway, my point here is this. Um, if a um, a young woman of color, especially, like, Naomi, is taking a stand, like, standing up for her mental health and taking a stand against the abuse of the media – We need to support her. And oh my God, speaking of which, free Britney. Okay, while we're on the topic, if there was ever a time for Britney to be freed, it's now. Like free Britney, it is pride month. She has done (laughs) – think about what she has done for the gay community, okay? We all need to be like – Anyway, but in all seriousness – And I'm tell a girl for here and so on. <laughs> you know. I'm like, if the gays, through their full support – I mean, I know they do have – she has her full – their full support. But I'm just saying, like, that poor girl is a living, breathing example of what happens when y- you aren't protected from – The media and you don't prioritize your mental health, right? And I don't think it's it's not from her own lack of desire of doing so. If you need the background, if you need the receipts, watch the Britney documentary. I forget what it's called. It's on Crave or Hulu or HBO. Like wherever you are, just find it. New York Times produced it. Yeah. I watched it, and Jordan said the same thing. He's like, I already knew everything in the documentary. I'm like, same. But, um, but it a- really shows mm-hmm. you what she's gone through. Yeah. And she truly is a martyr, like a victim of her fame. And I think that it's really – the documentary really has just demonstrated how harmful the media can be on someone's mental health. So. We don't want any more situations like that. I think probably in the future, we will look back and say Britney Spears was treated the same way and the way we look back at someone like Marilyn Monroe or Princess Diana, who died as a result of her fame, right? Yes, yes. Um, We hope she's not another tragedy. And here we have a young girl, Naomi Osaka, who's only 23 years old, taking a, making a bold move and is being criticized for it. But I'm like, how can she not? right? Mm-hmm, like the, mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is what's at stake.
1: Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a very, very, very good point. Mm-hmm. Um, And I don't want to go back to the Brittany thing again, <laughs> but I do just want to say this because like as we're recording this, like the, what was it? Is it a trial by hearing today? Conservatorship
0: hearing was it? held yeah, okay. earlier today. Yes.
1: And so what's crazy, I was reading some of the tweets and like some of the quotes and and actually even like a recording of, of the like her speaking it's literally, I'm trying to find the tweet here as I'm like stumbling so I can find it. Um, Anyway, someone basically said like all of these like conspiracy theories and things that we like didn't know they were true or not true. It's literally like everything is true that we thought Mm -hmm. was a conspiracy theory. And it's far, far worse than anyone ever expected. Mm -hmm. And if you look at everything she said today, Like, I'm just, I'm shocked. I feel so bad for Yeah. For her. That's freaking wild.
0: Yeah. You know what? I stand with the Calm app now. They should be doing that to protect people because this is what can happen. You know, this is a really extreme example. But, like, I think anyone with super celebrity status will tell you that there is a, a cost to all of this that, I don't think anybody is really prepared for. Um, It's really too bad. It really is too bad. But again, I feel like we've all played a part in that. I really had to like take a proverbial look in the mirror after I watched that documentary to really see the ways that I helped fuel that media machine that really hunted her down in the early oh, 2000s yeah, like the Perez Hilton,
1: mm-hmm.
0: the, the all of it, you know, the Twitter, the like, it's just I can't believe really she survived. Horrible, that. yeah, yeah, it's really awful. My heart goes out she... to her. Free Britney once again. It's Pride Month. It's the least we could all do. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm serious. Like, it's just so, it's so, it's so heartbreaking. It's. I crazy. wish there was something I could do. Maybe I should write to Justin Trudeau about this, <laughs> since it's an international matter.
1: <laughs> it is. Jeez.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, not that's an all inter- I have
0: to say about sports, okay?
1: So. <laughs> well, here, not an oh. international matter, <laughs> but a podcast matter. <laughs> I want to see if you win this game. Okay. But I'm trying. I'm trying so hard to tie it together. okay yeah i'm gonna go over the back to the celebrity quiz i'm gonna go over the three hints again and then you can ask three questions and make three guesses so here they are once more uh this person is making history
0: Uh uh-huh
1: hint number two uh (laughs) they're one of the few people to own an apple watch before the public release Mm-hmm. And number three, they voice the character in Ice Age. Okay. So you can ask three questions okay. three guesses.
0: Okay. 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 Um, is this person, like, does this person identify as a man or as a woman?
1: Uh, they identify as a man.
0: Okay. So it's a man. Um, and... I have no idea who this could be. Um, okay. <laughs> I am really confused. However, um, I only know two of the voices on Ice Age. And the only reason I have any, I don't even know why I would know this. So I'm only, I'm going to guess the two people that I know from Ice Age because I, this Apple Watch thing is like, I have no idea. And this person is making history. I mean, aren't we all? Anyway, yeah. um, is it Ray Romano?
1: Uh, it is not Ray Romano. <gasps> okay,
0: okay, the only other person I know on Ice Age. Wait, should I ask more questions? Okay, does the person have like a leading role in Ice Age? <laughs> like, I'm just trying to think if I would even know that.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, no,
0: no. Oh, fuck. Uh, okay. I don't even know who this, like, I feel like who would have the watch first? Steve Jobs. But I guess that's not a person. <laughs> um, <laughs> the only other person I know from Ice Age is Jack Black. Is it Jack is that Black? A guess? It is.
1: Uh, It is not Jack Black.
0: Oh, my God. Then I have no... Okay, okay, okay. Who's like a techie person? I have no idea. Honestly, those are all my guesses. I don't know anyone else from Ice Age.
1: Wow, okay.
0: Wow, let the record show.
1: This is crazy. How many... I think you've lost two before?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think so.
1: This is huge. Okay, I did not expect this to stump you. This is this is this is massive. I think like this is like Okay. Calm down. I'm sorry, I'm excited. So, this person is making history uh quite literally because they're building a venue called History.
0: Oh, for... okay.
1: It's a music venue mm-hmm. in Toronto opening Drake History.
0: Is it Drake?
1: It's Drake.
0: <laughs> he was in Ice Age? Yes. Chris. I all know. hence
1: hints That's you could give for, for Drake. <laughs> Isn't that... Yeah. He was one of the first people to own an Apple Watch before the public release and he uh, voiced a character oh in Ice Age. I don't know which character it is mind you.
0: You know what? I know it wasn't
1: a starring one, but... <sighs>
0: Those this were not good hints. Those were not good hints. They were
1: perfect hints. We shouldn't get it.
0: What I think we should do is leave it up to the listeners and they can tweet at us at Chris Craigman, at Trey Posh, T-R-E-S, not T-R-A-Y, like some of you. Um, t- <laughs> <laughs> um, tweet us and and weigh in on this. Was this a fair... Was, was this a fair game like i don't think it was i don't think those hints were good enough
1: if you if you tweet that this was unfair justify why it was unfair
0: please where do i begin first of all (laughs) you included a riddle in the first hint so
1: they're making history or maybe i should have said they're they're building Mm -hmm. history yeah that's like that sarah mclaughlin song I'm building a mystery,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're building a history.
0: <laughs> you know what? I God. okay, that's fine. You know what? Rematch next week, okay? Yes. This is huge. I... I'm declining any further comment due to mental health reasons. <laughs> um, I'm just this kidding, is... that's not a joke. But truly I'm I'm a little humiliated and hurt and angry and a little bit mad it's, and a little bit. Sad. It's the retrograde.
1: It's the Mercury yeah. retrograde in the this wonky podcast.
0: I knew there was a reason. Yeah. Anyway. Well, look at that. It would appear that my cup has runneth out. Of patience for, for you <laughs> and, and your terrible hints, um, and our cup has us over with tea. It's been a great week. Sorry about the intro. Um, I'm excited. Hopefully, to see what we'll happens. have this figured out <laughs> next time. Until then, um, we look forward to spilling and serving more tea. I forget how we end this. Okay, hey. ha- have a great week. <laughs>
1: yeah
0: okay bye Bye. (laughs) 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 everyone we want
1: to hear from you visit us at nowservingpodcast.com new podcasts are released weekly don't forget to subscribe